0: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: this, Cowboys?
2: Cowboys?
1: This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. sacked by Lord. Keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. A victory Monday here on Talking Cowboys, helping fans get in on the game as always presented by Tostitos, <laughs> our favorite chip and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome into the SWBC Studios at the Star in Frisco, following a 21 to six win over the NFC East foe, New York Giants. Hey there, everybody. Hey, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Really fun today, huh? Oh, absolutely. 10-4? and 10-4! Can you believe this? I mean, even going back to the early parts, and we're, we'll get into the nitty-gritty. We know it wasn't a pretty win. We're going to talk about it. But 10-4 and four <laughs> is pretty remarkable when you look at where this team was a year ago, what the offseason looked like, and, and all the uncertainties that were surrounding. Uh, it, sometimes you just got to take a step back from a season like this and say, wow, You've got ten wins, and you've still got three to play, and all three of those are winnable as well. When I was on my way in this morning, I, mm. I had a little conversation with myself. You know, I was thinking
2: about where this team came from last year, Now, you know, I'm, you know how I feel about this win, but it's a win. But in terms of where this team was last year and what they had to overcome, is Coach McCarthy up for Coach of the Year? Man, you are mm. going to
3: get just thro- stuff thrown at you. <laughs> I'm wondering why. I'm no, wondering because I'm wondering. I mean, I'm just saying. No, I, yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. You talk about the turnaround from last yeah. year to this year, that's valid. Yeah.
2: That's the only reason I I don't know about some of these other coaches, but I, I mean that just that, that thought process came to my mind. I'm like he it hasn't been pretty, but it is what it is. We're going to note that. We're going to so, note
3: that. So when the national media starts talking about that, we'll just say, hey, I'm I talking Cowboys. Isaiah stand I back said it first. <laughs> he,
0: he
4: said it. He got it in the news cycle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Ray J. So you think there's members of Cowboys? Name? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> well, 245 into the show.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's about 902. It. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, good. Should I keep
4: going? Yeah, Escalated so, quickly. So you think there's members of Cowboys Nation that are like, eh, I don't know. Man,
3: look, For P, coach of the year. P it's a lot of people probably have their doubts about play call not only play calling, game management, clock management, all of those things he's been played with. But you're a ten and four, your defense is playing out of this world. I mean, obviously we're gonna get into the offense and what whoa Happy birthday, mm-hmm. Nizzy! That's Nate News! Birthday? Happy birthday, Nate! Happy hey, birthday. Is your Nate? birthday? Come on, Nate. Happy birthday, Good, everybody.
1: Nate. Hey, Nate. You right, <laughs> May have to take Rob's camera for this. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Once again, we got this old loud brother again. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, you know
3: what it is. Go. go on over there, man. I told you happy
1: birthday, man. Go over there. What are we talking great, about, man? It's the great Nate Newton. The great. <laughs> so here's... Luck, why are we always screaming? I don't know why we're screaming, but... Because is, we won! We, did we win, won! you not excited? But this Y'all is also a podcast studio. So the Dallas Cowboys, Tampa day. Bay Buccaneers, the Arizona Cardinals, the Green Bay Packers, those are yeah. the top teams, those are the division leaders in the NFC. Three of those four have been there recently, <laughs> mm-hmm. or at least are expected to be there. Arizona, you could argue, hasn't been there recently. Cliff Kingsbury could be in that conversation. Right. But the fact that the Cowboys are in that conversation, they are up at the top of the standings there, I think it does throw Mike McCarthy into that at least into the realm of possibility.
4: Yeah, I think if the, I think if the Cardinals get the one seed, it's probably Kingsbury because he's a young coach and he's mm. he's rising and all that. But I and think,
1: they also are way more improved than they were in 2020 as well. Yeah, could be Belichick with a rookie quarterback. I about to say, mm. I think
4: that's already locked up. But so. <laughs> but that's you're right. Like he's he's done a great job. He's hired assistants that have come in and done yeah. Dan Quinn specifically has done a fantastic job this year. I was just, to your point when you started the show off, I was looking at December, is it December 20th, 2020? Mm -hmm. Cowboys were four and nine. They were this year's New York Giants, basically. So health helps a lot, but uh, we talk about culture a lot on this show. Uh, Defensively, especially, the culture is completely flipped. And now, right now at this moment, it's the strength of your football team. Hey, you say it again. It's the strength of your football team. That's right, crazy right this minute. And if last so year, done.
3: last year this time, I said to you, your defense is going to be the strength of your team. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 They're going to be the strength of your team, and you're going to have thirty takeaways. I, I mean. No way you would have believed that. No, no way from, from where we'd come from. And now, and Nick Eatman's uh, article I read yesterday just talking about how this defense is, is the show. You want to you hurry up and see what they're going to do. What is Dan Quinn going to bring next? What is Michael Parsons going to do next? And just, man, tank Lawrence and the addition of him and Randy Gregory, all of these guys together, man. That front seven is, man, they are
2: devastating. I got a question. Go ahead. Do you look forward... Now, this is kind of weird. Do you look forward to seeing the defense more than you look forward to seeing the offense?
4: Yeah, I look forward to third downs now. Mm. I want to see who's lining up where, what Mike is doing. Is he dropping? Is he coming? Where's Lawrence lining up? Like, yeah, it's fun. It's 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 everything they told us it would be. And you kinda at one point in the season you almost kind of rolled your eyes, like, Well they are they really gonna get everybody back? Yeah. You know? They actually were missing two defensive tackles yesterday and still got it done. Crazy. Yeah, well, and to that point, I mean Earlier in the season, and even going
1: back to to the early parts of the season, the first six weeks or so, when Dak Prescott was coming off the sideline, you looked at Dak Prescott and you're like, okay, what's coming up next? Are they going to hit CD? Are they going to hit Amari Cooper? Is Michael Gallup, I guess, during the opening game of the Not year, now. is he going to find his way open? You felt that intensity. It's the same thing on defense now because at some point – during that drive, someone's going to make a play, and that was adamant again yesterday. Man, I
3: think one one of the things that's happened is so many outstanding things are happening on defense. I, I, I'm i sitting on the edge of my seat because I don't know when Trayvon Diggs is going to take one to the house. I mean, we're yeah, witnessing something special. I mean, we're Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, at the beginning of the year, it was all Trayvon Diggs and the, the, what he was doing, yeah. and then it switched to Micah. But it's
1: just, man, it's just 10 interceptions in a season. That's, that's special, man. Cowboys, with the—they're the they're the first team since the 2007 Chargers with one player with 10-plus sacks and one player with 10-plus interceptions. So Crazy. it's been a long time since you've seen yeah. a defense and, like that.
2: And can we throw Everson's name out there? They, they, can we tell the NFL world to put some respect on Everson Walls' name? The, I cause, agree. Cause, great. the great Everson Walls because we are talking about Trayvon Diggs and the amazing year that he's having and how he's killing it. But then when you look at that list, Everson Walls is on that list Twice. 11 interceptions and 9 interceptions. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. All right. And we're talking about Trayvon. He's in between those two right now. He's going He's going after Everson's record. However, Everson's
1: done it twice. And, and in, he's not and in the a, hall. And in an era where they didn't throw the football nearly yeah. as much.
4: He's not in the hall. Somebody please put some respect on my on my uncle's name. That's a great point because he was a finalist in the last couple of years, but not, I don't think, last year. But this actually kind of brings his profile back yes, to, the, to the surface. So that's great. Yeah. He Trayvon.
1: Deserving. Trayvon with his 10th interception during the game. Micah's sack streak comes to a close, which is unfortunate. The Cowboys didn't really have the sack numbers, whether they have one sack, two sacks on the game. I guess just one sack. They had it combined between Gallimore and Dorrance Armstrong. But you didn't need it. You felt like they were in the backfield. Glennon had zero time to throw. I mean, Mike Glennon... Was not very good, first off. But 13 of 24, 99 yards and three interceptions under a 25 passer rating. I mean, what did you think about the way this defense played? And you got to take it with a grain of salt because it was against the Giants. Yeah. But they did what they needed to do, and they executed.
3: No, we've been you know, we've been talking about all season. When is this defense going to be the reason that we win a game? We've been looking for that. We've obviously – Pretty much put in our heads that the offense is going to be what leads this team to have any success. And now that the tides are turned, I think it just shocks everyone to see the defense balling out like three straight games they won. I mean, not th- three straight road games and twelve turnovers in three. I mean, come on! That's I nice. mean, that's outstanding. And so, uh, at some point, Pete, we've had this conversation about the defense obviously winning us some games, but we've seen this three consecutive weeks where they've done this. And look, the one thing I think my pet peeve is with this victory is there used to be a time we talked about the culture difference between some of these things and we uh, the cell phones last week last Friday there used to be a time in the NFL where you win by 15 points and you run for 124 yards that's great everybody's satisfied but we win by 15 points and we still got to defend the offense and to me that's crazy I know the question was about the defense but there used to be a time where these numbers were satisfactory but it's not anymore
4: yeah yeah yeah, and you watched two games last night, and you watched the Bucks get shut out for the second time ever in Tom Brady's career. Yeah, first time since 2006. You watched the Cardinals get blasted by the Lions. Blasted. Just Ooh. destroyed. No, legit. One yeah. and 11 and one Lions. And I think it does highlight the fact, and Isaiah knows better than anybody in this room, how hard it is to win a football game in the NFL. Regardless of, again, they like Heck said, they've played some quarterbacks that are not. Highly productive quarterbacks. Mike Glennon, uh, Taylor Heineke, and Taysom Hill the last three weeks. But they get the job done. And these stats, these takeaway stats are ridiculous. They had four takeaways yesterday. Third straight game with four plus. The last time that happened was 94. Mm-hmm. And what some of what they're doing defensively, and Jerry talks about this stuff, and, and yeah, those are great, great dynastic teams. But that is, their defensive line pressure is like championship level right now. It really, it really is. The, but again, again, it comes back to, expectations of what we've seen this offense capable of doing what this offense needs to do in order to win games in January that's and that's you know that's the other side of it if you want to look at it and be a little more critical and that's our job I guess yep
2: I, and I'm, I am Mr. Critical, uh, and, and I think that the, the defense, obviously, the defensive line is playing amazing. The secondary is getting more opportunities because of the defensive line play, and you heard Diggs, uh, you know, obviously allude to that yesterday in his post game interview. But with the one glaring spot that I think we, we can't ignore, you know, I'm always the one to highlight it, run defense. run defense, run defense, run defense, run defense. The Giants came in yesterday with the intention, with the intent to run the ball down the throats the Dallas Cowboys, and they were being successful with that. Now it gets to a certain point where the game gets out of hand, and you got to get out of of your game plan. But their initial game plan was being executed to their liking. And that is something that we have to figure out. We have all our guys back in terms of the pass rush and, and we were missing some guys in the interior yesterday, which obviously doesn't help with, you, with your run defense. But that is an area that teams are highlighting now. It's just like teams on offense. Uh, when they're going against our offense, they're like, hey, this offensive line we talked about it in the pregame show, the left side we could blitz these boys. Yeah. right? We could put some pressure on them. Now on defense, we're like, where's the hole at? Yeah. Oh, crap. Let's run the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's something we got to sure up.
3: No, I man, You make a great point uh, about that but I you know I thought that the run defense was solid all the yep. way up into that thirty one yard run by Booker. Yep. You know that that was the one run yeah. that I thought that I looked back over the game and like Ah, that if you, you don't give up that when you hold him to less than uh, 100 yards, be 91 yards or whatever it would have been at that time. But you're right. I mean, the run defense is something that has to be fixed. Yeah. Uh, the big playability, you still have the questions in your head, is this a championship-level defense? Yeah. And you got to continue to ask yourself yeah. that over the next couple of weeks because it seems like if we're going to continue with the offense at this pace, you're going to need that defensive mm, output and you're going to need them to get uh, more stops and not allow those Correct. big runs.
1: I'm, I'm on your side, whereas I don't think the run defense was as bad as Isaiah's kind of alluding it to being because you were talking about this in, studio, in the studio, and yeah. we disagreed in studio about Correct. this because Sa- Saquon Barkley was the, the game plan yeah. early on. I mean, they, they threw it to him. They, they ran mm-hmm. it with him. He went 15 carries for 50 yards. He didn't have a carry Correct. more than six they yards. Him up. Correct. He was done. Yeah. They destroyed him without Tristan Hill and Osa Adigizuo, Correct. who arguably are some of your better defensive tackle strengths in terms of stopping the run. Booker had his lumps. He was able to run a little bit better. Kind of like that changeup of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. He was a changeup. And Booker definitely had the 31-yard run. I believe he had another one that was like 15 or so. Mm -hmm. I feel okay with how the defense played yesterday. But again... This is against a struggling Giants offense, against a struggling offensive line. If that's up against, let's say, Denver, it might have been worse. If that's up against some of these other teams that can run the football a little bit better, might have been worse, the Green Bay Packers. Let's just say that. I, I see where you're coming from, and it kind of goes back to that conversation of is it expectation or is it just uh, unsatisfied Mm-mm. fans? It's definitely the expectation at this point. You want them to be able to stop everyone. On the run, but they did stop the Giants yesterday. Yeah, no, I, I mean what the the
2: main priority they had was obviously stopping Saquon Barkley, and they did that right. National. That was the number one. Bottled they, him if, we, up. if we bottle up Saquon, we be, we win. Factor. Boom. Facts. Okay, but I don't like those little holes. I just personally I don't like those little holes because th- for the Giants to come in and say we can run the ball on you, yeah, I'm like what the heck, yeah, are you are you serious right now? What's <laughs> you know what's the stopper dog on you know uh Green Bay? Yep, from coming in with Jones and Dylan and saying, <laughs>
3: but see, I figured that out, out about you, Isaiah. Is that you're not you're you're looking to the future? Yeah, you're not I mean, you're yeah, not even dealing exactly. with right now, All right? right. And, and the whole time I've been thinking that you're dealing with right now, and that ain't where you are. You're talking about I want, in that, the play- I want that. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, yeah. same yeah. page now. Yeah. All right. So uh, in, in defending a win uh, and the and the defense, I'm just saying, like, man, if you can do that against Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. and bottle him up. What's the Who else in the NFC that you're worried about from a running back standpoint? Green Bay obviously has Jones, Fournette yeah. uh, who I mean, got
2: hurt last night. I'm not, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not. When we when we talk about the, this NFL, I'm not so concerned about the talent uh-huh. at the running back position. I'm more so worried about the schemes, right? I'm worried about the schemes because I honestly think that in this NFL. They're running backs that are substantially better than other running backs, yeah. but for the most part, if you have a solid running scheme, yeah. you can plug and play. You can plug and play, and I, I truly believe that. San Francisco, exactly. Especially when you have a quarterback who can throw the thing all over the place. So yeah. yes, you're absolutely correct. I, I am like a, my competitive level is is I don't I don't know too many people more competitive than me, right? So when I think about competition, I'm thinking about what is it going to take to get the ultimate goal. Like satisfaction and getting to the playoffs—that's not satisfaction, right? We might be in the playoffs as of tonight, right? But we don't—that's not satisfaction. What is the ultimate goal? And that's to get that dog on ring. So when you start thinking about the areas that you need to shore up, who are the teams that you are, that you may face that, that you have to face in order to get that dog on ring? And is that level of play that you're currently at right now good enough to get you there? And the answer has to be no in certain areas. Now, their other teams are going to have their off days too. Yeah. Right, they're not going to be they're not going to be on 100 on every single thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the approach that you have to take. Tampa Bay yesterday not on there absolutely
4: not at let me, all.
3: Let me ask you: Was there ever, ever a point in this game where you felt as though that, that the Cowboys didn't have control? No,
4: no. and we're, we're going to get into the offense, mm-hmm. but I I thought it. In certain spots, it was reflective in the play calling, where they felt like, ah, we don't have to go too deep in the bag necessarily because we just take the points, don't take a sack. I'm thinking of of the third down before halftime. Yeah, Yeah, I I didn't feel like it was – and look, I mean – that's the the run defense stuff. That's the kind of thing Dan Quinn's going to point out in the film room yes, today. Is that we got to sharpen this up. We got to sharpen that up. To your point, you take away that thirty one yard run by Booker, and it's I think it's four yards of carry that they got in the game, but it counts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, the, the fifty eight yard run by Tony Pollard in New Orleans changed the game for the Cowboys. Didn't run it really well outside of that, but it counts. So uh, you get in the playoffs, you got to tighten those things up. No, lots of good points all over the place
1: because, I mean, that's the thing. The offense still hasn't hit that ceiling that we've seen them hit previously. We're going to talk about that when we come back on the other side of the break. Can this Cowboys offense continue to take positive steps after yesterday? Because I think yesterday was a positive step, and we'll tell you why when we come back right after this.
2: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR
3: pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision essential blue for protection and crisol for freedom from glare three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens so whatever your needs insist on Essilor. visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you see more do more essalore
1: new dr pepper zero sugar you deserve it i do deserve that You deserve decadent flavor without sugar and a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt.
0: I deserve all that?
1: It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here.
2: At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why?
1: It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay and apply right now at jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at yeah, Rob's getting stay. a workout in. Stay. I'm, <laughs> stay. I'm waiting to see.
4: Girls. <laughs>
1: I'm waiting to see you like, in there too? Rob yeah. show up with like the sleekest wallet we've oh, ever seen. Man. It wouldn't be that way if you went to Caliber Collision.
2: though. Mm, you know what? It's I, a good I, point, Now that we do these reads, or you do these reads, and we, you know obviously represent on the show, sure. I am seeing all the Caliber Collisions when I'm on the road.
4: Oh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. I saw one in D.C. just driving down nice. the highway. Yeah, I was like, damn, they listen to Talking Cowboys, Dude, baby. When I hit on 35 North, I see
2: like
1: three of them. Wow. They have a lot of real estate. Good job, yeah. Caliber. Division. They've been all over the place for quite some time, and they they're they're very adamant about advertising in sports. It's the Cowboys, yeah. they do it at baseball, basketball. Awesome. I see it all over the place now. But I'm right there with you. But glad you're with us here on Talking Cowboys. It is a victory Monday. The Cowboys are ten and four, and thanks to the Lions, thanks to the Saints. Is that a Will Ferrell? Not so much to the Ravens. They almost did you favor. On, they yeah. almost got you there. But the Cowboys are the number two seed in the NFC at the moment. And they are pretty much a win, a, a tie, a loss. I mean, one game away. Their magic number's at one for the NFC East Division. So plenty to think well, about. What would it take
2: to have the number one seed at That's this exactly point? That's exactly what I was, was going to just looking scenario. at
1: it. It All it would take is for you to win out and for Green Bay to lose one. That's well, all it is. Who do they got left? They've got... Hold up! I just had it. Huh. Miss Chris. They've got the Browns. They got
0: Cleveland. Yeah.
1: Yep. Browns next week. Then Ooh. they've got Minnesota in Week 17 Ooh. at home, and then Week 18 they are on the road against the red hot Detroit Lions. We <laughs> so. be careful. But two of those three are tough now.
2: Which two? The Minnesota and um yeah. Detroit and, and no and Detroit um, just Cleveland. beat the Browns. Cleveland, yeah. but they just beat. Arizona Stop thirty this. to thirty. Stop this. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland
1: is if they can get healthy line, by that game. That defense is McNasty. And it is that game is indeed in Lambeau as well. So they've got two of their last three at home, much like the yeah. Cowboys do. Um, it's gonna be tough to see them upended, but it is the NFL and we saw it just like it was yesterday with the, yeah. Lions. the Cardinals. I, I'd much rather have our schedule than theirs. I would agree with that. Mm. Maybe the Cardinals t- that's tough. Cardinals is going to be tough, even with their injuries.
4: Philly game in week 18. Well, Cardinals game, too. Cowboys oh, we'll have see. not swept it's, the division since 1998, and they're 4 0 against Minnesota. You
2: rather Minnesota
4: than Philly? Um, nah. I just, that game up there is always a pain in the ass. Oh, of course. It just, yeah, the environment. It just, is. yeah.
1: But said, I think Heckma was the one that pointed it out back in the schedule release time in May. And he was like, oh, of course they're going to throw us in Philadelphia in the middle yeah. of January. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. like Not even December. January. January. Yeah, it's the crazy. second week of January. They're going to throw the Cowboys up in Philadelphia. And hopefully so. we have it all locked up. Mm, done by then, Yeah. would right?
2: be dope. Yeah, that would be nice. But First round by is everything, man. <laughs> Especially this year. It's
1: Especially everything. Now that they've moved into the 17 <laughs> format... You, I mean, only one team gets that buy. And it's two
2: game, tough. two game win streak is a lot better than a three game win streak mm-hmm. when, it, when it comes to the playoffs. You would much rather only have to win two.
4: That it's it is a, it is a game changer. So you don't care about the rust stuff, but the rest versus heck rust no. and all that. Heck
2: no, heck no. Would you no? The level of competition that you're going to have from the first week of the playoffs up into the the NFC Championship, you want to play two games. You want to play one game. NFC Championship. That's all you want to do. One game, NFC Championship. You do not want to have to go through one, two games, and then go to that championship game. How does that, how does that work with Tampa beating us as far as the tiebreaker? Tie break? yeah. That's why
4: I asked that question, yeah. Uh, it's conference record right it now, is.
0: right? Yeah, so it's a three-way yeah. tie. It's conference record. Yeah. If it's head-to-head, it's – I mean, if it's one like two teams, meaning like – and Tampa. the
1: Cowboys have the best conference record out of anybody in the NFL. They're eight and one against the NFCs, so.
4: undefeated in the NFC since the opener. Since the opener, To great. Tampa, yeah. eight straight
1: against the conference. Green Bay is eight and two. Tampa Bay is six and four against Ooh. the NFC. So all four of their losses have nice. come in the conference. And then Arizona is also six and four. So Cowboys look really good in terms of tiebreakers. You just need that one more win, and then also you got to take care of business. Baltimore. away. Uh, man! They were one play away from getting it done. I'm sitting here watching it like this. My wife, my wife was trying to talk to me. I was like, hold on, hold on, man. hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey, on. on, hold on <laughs> right now, if the if the season were to end today, the Dallas Cowboys would be the two seed. Green Bay would be the one seed with the bye. The two seed would play the seven seed, and that's the New Orleans Saints at the moment, which we saw what their defense did yesterday. You need
2: that
4: bye, man.
1: So, you want that bye. San Francisco's yeah. the six seed, Los Angeles five,
4: Arizona four, Tampa Bay three, and then, of course, Dallas two. You want that bye. That Saints win looks a little bit better after last night. I think it definitely does. Going into New Orleans, that defense is really good. I'm not saying the offense is where it needs to be, but that winning that game, three straight road road runs are Im- impressive. Tampa no struggles what. with New Orleans. They they, they struggled do. last
3: year. That's they, the that's the thing that's eerie you know. about them losing two the, to the Saints this year. They look it <laughs> looks just like
0: last year. Yeah, they
2: struggle with the New Orleans.
0: You know, I told Nick on the plane. I was, or uh, maybe it was Nick. I said it's interesting because if you beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. You actually lose a seed. What? How yes. does that happen? Well, because right now you're tied with Arizona, Tampa Bay, and uh, it's us, Arizona, Tampa Bay, all have the same record, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in okay. Four. Well, if you beat Arizona, now you and Tampa Bay have the same record, and it's head-to-head. It goes back to head-to-head, mm. and you flip. What? Why? What about conference record? Yeah, why would I mean, it go no, back to head-to-head? When it comes to head— Okay, the first, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. If it's a three-team— like, does that make sense? Yes. I then see what it goes you're to conference record because there's three teams involved. If it's two teams, it's head then to then it's head to head. It's Tampa Bay, we flip. Tyrone Woodley. How about wow. that?
1: That's very interesting. Huh? Because yeah, right now since it's three teams, it's conference. Right? Wow, that's wild. Brain so when hurts. If, you go,
0: if you get to head to head, my brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> hurts. Thanks, that's, Chris. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. thank you for pointing that out because yeah. that's pretty anybody unbelievable.
1: Anybody to think that you said <laughs> yeah. what? No, all right. Let's talk about this offense. Cowboys yesterday running for 200, or excuse me, running for one hundred yards, one twenty-five to be exact, and they also threw for two hundred or over two hundred. Dak Prescott two seventeen, a touchdown, no interceptions, had his quarterback rating back up. When you look at this offense, did you think it was a step forward to getting back to the explosive side? as much as it was just another game against the bad defense.
3: Man, I think you see the difference immediately on the offensive line, what Connor Williams Mm -hmm. did, uh, being able to shore up and and make sure that we could run the ball. I think Zeke, when we talk about him all week and his health, and that's the first time that we've seen Zeke play that he actually looked Looked healthy. Um, And I don't know, man. I don't know much about plantar fasciitis and all that, (laughs) but – It don't look like Tony Pollard has any residual going on with that injury. Uh, But, look, let's just deal with the elephant in the room. The, the passing game, it still doesn't look like it's on track. Uh, Dak still looks as though he missed some throws. But there were some key drops in this game, guys, yes. that you, know, you cannot ignore. And there's so much that's being made about QB percentage and yada, yada, yada. But when you drop the ball, when you have bad throws like that, and also defenses are just saying, dude, you're not going to air us out. We're going to take away these deep passes. We're going to try and let you take everything underneath. And you saw at a certain point, I don't know if it was the second quarter, but they're jumping those slant routes. They know that the Cowboys are trying to get to the middle of the field. But Schultz?
0: Drive
4: Kings
3: but Schultz,
4: DraftKings. somebody,
3: <laughs> somebody came through clutch. And finally, we've been begging for the tight ends to, to have some, you know, some effect on the game. I think even Sprinkle, uh, he had a few catches that were key. Um, I think the blocking was a little bit better. Uh, but still, man, I think we still have some things to fix and we have time to fix
2: them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think the drops have to stop. I don't know. I know he, there's probably two of those drops. I think CD said that he couldn't see. Uh, because of the the, sh- the shadow and the sun kind of coming through, I mean that's what he said. I just going off of what yep. the visual. Um, so
4: two of those drops, and he has he I has think a there reason. Were
1: four total, Rob. Is that an yeah, official number?
4: He said three. Yeah, three. CD had three. Uh, two seemed sun related. One was yeah. One where he tried to one it Looked yeah, like yeah exactly. And,
1: oh three for CD. I was yeah. talking overall. I want to say oh. there was probably four or five.
4: Yes, yeah. at least four. And if you have yeah. those four or five, it, the 217
1: looks a lot better. It's probably, probably around 290. To yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. So those drops have to go away. Uh, to Hegman's point, even with those, say take those drops out of it, Dak still doesn't look like Dak. Hmm. And it was better. Uh, it was better. His, his his movement in the pocket, and i tell you this when we're watching the game live, his movement in the pocket was substantially better. He looked more confident. He looked more Rolling confident around. moving in the pocket. Now his decision-making was still had a little, a little hitch in the giddy-up. Okay, he had a little hitch in the giddy up, but I was I was very elated to see his his movement in the pocket you know, being a lot better because it positions you as a quarterback. Your footwork is better. You know, the, the play where he moved in the pocket and then threw back across his body yeah. to Gallop—that was an amazing play. Nobody's looking at that play. That play is freaking tough for in terms of how he moved in the pocket, working his way to the left and throwing back to his right. That was huge in terms of his confidence. And I hope that he he circles that play and is like okay that that looks like me, right? And he allows himself to really build off of that play.
4: Yeah, it, there was another play too. Moving to his left, pocket breaks down and he he's able to buy time and throw to the i think it was to the left to mm-hmm. CD quick completion on third down keep the drive going yep. it was like that's that's Dax command and poise yes. and movement all that so that yeah encouraging flashes uh, run game helps i think that probably helped him kind of feel a little more rhythm with the offense we got to talk about the red zone the red zone is still a huge problem they were 2 of 5 in the game yesterday 1 for 6 the week before Three for eleven the it's last crazy. two games, and I don't, I'm not sure why. I, I I don't know. I think ultimately though, Kellen Moore's got to scheme some things up to figure it out. I mean, I think is his his job is as play caller, and he talks about this kind of stuff. We'll talk to him today. They've got to figure something out schematically to get guys open to do it. But Heck's right, like generally, shell coverage, Giants making them throw sideways, making them throw underneath. And that's why those drops are big, because when you those chances present themselves, where well, there's some holes in there, one to see these drops? That would have been a huge completion, yeah. twenty, thirty yards. He might have still been running, so you, you can't have that.
2: I think Kellen Moore, and again, this is in my opinion. I believe that Kellen Moore is is resting assured too much into these guys' ability to get open and just and just straight-up routes on routes on air, right? Just being able to line up and say, I can run a better route than you can defend. I think you, he has to get back to some misdirection. He has to get back to some switch releases, some bunch sets, things of that nature to create confusion within those defensive schemes because right now he's literally just lining up and saying, okay, run this route and you should win.
3: And that's the thing that really surprises me because you would think that that's what's being handled from Wednesday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. From You know, those are the reps that these guys are taking, whether mm-hmm. you don't have a pass had it practice or not. Like you said, on air, you just have to make sure that we are executing that, mm-hmm. which is not executing well mm-hmm. enough. And you see that I, – I've seen a few times where – Last week, the, the pass that was intercepted by the linebacker for the pick six, he went right back to it this game. And it was tipped by the linebacker yep. this time. Just not able to drop that ball. in and, and the way that they're making him throw the ball, it's literally those throws that are in between defenders. Yeah, right. And I think we're having problems with those. And you saw that on the ball. They're saying that the ball got caught up in the wind on the one to Michael Gallup. Yeah. On the sideline. Yeah. On the sideline. But, again, He's having to drop that in <laughs> That's what they said, Isaiah. Come on now. <laughs> and he got caught in the wind. Uh But it was behind him, and it was in between two defenders. But those are the kind of plays that you have to make in the playoffs. Yeah, you have those. to make those in order to move the chain.
2: You get maybe two or three those a game. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
4: And they seem yeah. – I mean, yeah, in the playoffs, you're right. Like, yeah. they seem content not to have to force it down the field because I think they, they didn't have – they had plenty of confidence that they could win this game yes. with 20 points, mm-hmm. which is kind of what they've been averaging in December offensively mm. right now. Eh, they're three and zero, though. No, I know, so. but I'm, I'm saying that that's a credit to their defense. So that they de- they feel like we don't yeah. have to Score force things. Points. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, do you <clears throat> feel like it
1: is a conservative effort? To be conservative, to, to take your <laughs> like foot that. off the gas, is that something that Kellen Moore thought about as, hey, Hope not. we went deep into that bag in the early parts of the season to see what we have. Let's go back to the workshop. Do you want to go back? To he the needs to go back to the
2: workshop and load up before Christmas is Saturday. He needs to load back up, <laughs>
1: get back ready, yeah, for fill that minutes. bag back up. Because I, I, I don't think that's the case. I don't either. Somebody looking at it might say, "Oh, maybe they're just saving a little bit." But you're, I, I
3: know what you're doing. You're playing on words here. But how did you feel about the play calling at the end of the first half?
1: Oh, it, I did not like it. I also didn't like the fact that they let the clock run down and they kicked the field goal and called the timeout. Call a timeout there. You're inside, like, yep. what, the 25-yard line? You yeah. would have had 10 seconds. You would have had yeah, <clears throat> nine, we had ten, 10 seconds, seconds left. left. They let it run down Take three. one shot to the end zone. Yep. If it falls incomplete, it falls incomplete. Yep. Trust your quarterback to not turn the football yep. over there and then c- go for the end zone. I, Try said, and that, and get I said that, that live live. Yeah, they, I wanted to see a long drive, sustained, yeah. methodical, see, working and, and, down the field.
2: And that needs more attention than it's getting. 'Cause when, I remember when we watched that live, remember I was, I was yelling in the dog in the studio, I'm like, Yo, what what the heck? Like why, call a timeout. Yeah. Call a timeout. You got ten seconds. You got one shot to the end zone. If it's if it's there, freaking take it. If it's not there, throw it out the back of the end zone and then kick a field goal. The fact <clears throat> the fact that you just let the time run down and just say we're gonna kick a field goal, but what,
1: it, is, what is it? What does that communicate to your team in terms of your confidence level? But would that have been the case if it was the same scenario, same timing, same score, and it was the Arizona Cardinals hey, on the other listen, side or the Green Bay Packers on the other side? I don't side.
2: give a dog on who I don't it is. know if it would be, but 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 in your approach, I don't care who your opponent is. In your approach, is is simple game management. I agree. Right? It's simple game management. We got ten seconds left. Guess what? We got timeouts to burn. Mm-hmm. Freaking call a timeout. Look, We're taking a shot. We're taking a shot now. I'm, like, I'm now it's up to me as a play caller to put us in a position to have a nice shot at the end zone yep. and make sure that hey you got you don't have two reads. You know it's not one to two. you got one read. If it's there there, drive it to him, get the touchdown. Or guess what? It's going to be incompletion. And now we still have the field goal. Right, you don't play around, get all, 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 um, creative in that scenario. But I did not like that that he just let the time run down because that is communicating to you guys. Yeah, let's not let's not risk anything right here. Let's just go ahead and take these for sure points, especially but, with an offense that needs. That I mean, confidence. Look at him versus Harbaugh last night. No, that's, two
3: two different sides. No, that's a great point, and and I'm only asking for perception wise. You're saying that that. Can be perceived by your team is a, a lack of trust in your offense. But what if it says I have full trust in my defense? Mm. If you're up fifteen to three, you're not. You hadn't. They hadn't gotten anything going at that point. They didn't feel threatened. They did. I don't, I don't feel threatened. I don't think so. so just, you don't.
2: So you don't want to. No, 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 no. I, 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 I know what you're saying. I know. I, and I agree with you. However, what is your job as an O coordinator? School to ensure that you get points, yes. right? And it's, to ensure that you get points. So that's. Getting the field goal, yeah. the clock run down to three. That's ensuring that you get points. But you're also your job is to get as many points as you can.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So get as many points as you can if we have an opportunity to. And guess what? We I make sure that we have the play call is such that we don't take any points off the board. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna take my shot, but I'm gonna take a shot that is that is a high percentage play. And if it doesn't score, then it's out of bounds. And guess what? Then I still ensure that we get our three points. Right. And that's all I was asked. That's all I was looking at in that scenario. And it, I was frustrated. Because I'm sitting I don't give a dog
4: if, if we're up by 60. You still take your shot. Mike was asked about it. He said we were right on the threshold of the yellow zone. Stop Instead this. of going one more play and then kick it, I just wanted the three points there. Wanted to make sure we got the three points out of there. No. Was three points even automatic at that point in the but, ball game anyway? But by saying that, re- read that last part again. I just wanted to what? I just wanted to make sure I got the first three points out of there. So by not taking a shot, you're saying, you know what I'm saying? By by not even taking an opportunity to get a touchdown, you were
2: threatened by the fact that something bad may have happened.
3: The only thing that gives me bubble guts about that whole thing is the <laughs> message that you're saying, sending the message that you don't trust something, you know. And I think that w- you, you you talk about conservative play calling mm-hmm. and the fact that this team up until that point was completely dominating this game and, and the Giants had no rhythm at all on offense. I think it, I'm personally thinking that maybe it sends a message that we're putting this on our defense to, to carry us. Well, through
2: they took a. Don't you flip that mic back? <laughs> he just he just told you in that. <laughs> quote, that I wanted to ensure that no. I got
4: three points. So by taking a shot at the end zone, I would have ran the risk of something bad happening. Well, some, that's what he's saying. Something bad did happen on a previous drive. Third and four earlier in the second quarter. Ball on the Giants 12. He got sacked for a 12-yard loss. Yeah, it's true. And it, it forced them into a 42-yard field goal with those conditions. And he just, ah, let's just take the point.
2: That's because a lot of the plays that Kellen Moore is calling right now, we talked about this in studio too, is, is that the plays are too long. The duration mm-hmm. of the plays are entirely way too long. Way too long Dak, to yeah, these guys are taking. It's taking too long to develop. Dax having being forced to hold the ball and uh, on t- and compounding the issue, the issue of him not making sound decisions and quick decisions. He's holding the ball and waiting for guys to get all the way open. All right, so that's the issue in itself. But the fact that you didn't, t- the fact that he said, "I want to make sure I got out of it with three points," bro, take your shot. Drop back, get, get the dog on snap. Take a shot on a fade route. If it's there,
1: awesome. If it's not out of bounds, let's kick the dog on field goal. Yeah. But you took a shot. As, as much as I agree with everything you just said, I still think if this was a different scenario, if this was a different week, I think it would be different. I'm not saying that should be the case. Uh, I think you play <laughs> the way you play all the way through. All don't, right. don't play down to yeah. your opponent. But at the same time, I feel like if this was a different week, a different scenario, I think it would have been a different he play. You was ball.
3: holding that F so hard, I was like, what? No. <laughs> hey, hold
2: on, hold on,
1: hang on. Are you letting it run down to three seconds or are you taking a shot? I'm taking a
4: shot. Yeah, are you I'm taking the le- a shot? Yep. I'm taking a shot.
2: Thank
1: you very much. There we go.
2: Yeah, What's the risk it. in that?
4: Thank All
1: you. right, when we come back, it's smelly sticker time. Who gets our player of the game mm. and our helmet stickers this week as the Cowboys get their 10th win of the year here on Talking Cowboys.
0: Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys?
1: Back to Talkin' Cowboys.
3: Okay, so basically this is the point where we do the Essilor read, and I want to talk about my Essilor glasses. These are Marie Marge. I get a lot of DMs about them, but it's the lenses that are so pimpish on these things. Man, I got the little bottoms on here, the readers, and you can't even see the line in them, but I tell you what, man, it's great. Hey, Kyle, give me the Essilor read to tell the people.
1: Yeah, whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every... Exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor. Here on.
0: Ooh, Talking wow. cowboys. Did you wow. See
1: that? Wow. Came back in with the heat today. Let's that was, go. That was a nice man. little nice <laughs> little little Lord.
2: little Carl and Stockton right there. <laughs> little Stockton and Malone. I like that you guys. You All like right. that? Give
3: it
1: a <laughs>
4: little giving Gizno. It he was. Just, he just
1: lofted it
2: up in the yeah, just awesome. City.
4: Speaking of tight pants, that's what Ooh. they wore back in the day. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. All right. It is Look smelly
1: sneaker time. <laughs> Take one and pass <laughs> it. Take one and pass oh, it. The Jeff Smelly stickers every week Jeff as we Ornisek. give our players of the game out, and we are doing our own version of helmet stickers as the Cowboys get their win. We do this every time the Cowboys get a dub. Last week it was guys like Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory. As that front seven shined bright last week, and Isaiah, well, you don't have that much time. You need to just choose one I'm and keep sorry. going. I'm just, I mean, there you go. Hey, I mean. All right, Heckman, well, who you got?
3: Um, I don't know who you guys have, mm. uh, and this is interesting. So I'm going to go with Tank. Lawrence. Woo! Mm. Tank Lawrence balled out yesterday, man, and he was bringing the heat. As all of the offensive linemen now are starting to key in on the bazooka, they are forgetting that number 90 may take your running back's head off mm. if you don't block him. Mm. So this little kiwi, that little kiwi, <laughs> hey that little kiwi for you, Tank, I got you, dog. Mm.
1: Force fumble. Pretty much forced the first interception to happen as well as he Destroyed Mike Glennon and Jordan Lewis was Ooh. able to get that pick. <laughs> yeah, he, he flattened Mike. Who
2: hmm. you got, Isaiah? I'm going to continue to roll with my guy Dan to the freaking Quinn. Boy. Mm. And I'm going to go with a little grapefruit right here. Is that what a that grapefruit? Is? I believe grapefruit, orange, one of the two. Either Linden. way, if you squeeze this hard enough, okay, it would get in your eye. All right, yeah. if it gets in your eye, it's going to burn. I think it's lime right? juice. I think that's a lime. There's no way that's a freaking lime. I'll beat the Either judge way, of that. any of those three, okay? If it gets in your eye, it's going to sting. Okay, right now he is stinging every offense that but, he steps up against. Yes. Right? So, I'm going to go ahead and give this to DQ, a.k.a. Dan Quinn. Mm. Put that right at the, put that right on the top of the Christmas tree so right DQ's there. DQ's right gotten a couple of those. So that Deuce juice will get you. See that right there? Don't let that juice juicy. get
4: you. Oh, right. Who you going with, P? Who you going with, P? Well, you know, I don't think you can get ten interceptions in a season. Woo. With three games left, uh-huh. and not get a smelly sticker. Oh, we already got the same one up here. That's okay. Trayvon Diggs. Oh, we got another gigantic strawberry. <laughs> We're not gonna have any room on this helmet anymore. They ain't gonna make it. He the is playoff. just the second player in the last ten years, eleven years, to get double digit, digit interceptions in a season. Xavier mm. Howard had. 10 last year, and now Trayvon Diggs does. And uh, he's back in conversation for NFL Defensive Player of the Year, I think. How about that? 10 picks
1: is is nuts, no matter who it is, how it happens. What do you got, Kyle Yeomans? Uh, I've got this little peach. He's got some strong hands right here. He's got some strong hands. It's heavy. he's heavy. (laughs) He's flexing a little bit. He's flexing a little bit. Uh, And the reason why... Slapstick comedy is is amazing. That's all y'all do. I work with children. I work with children. Mostly that one over there. (laughs) I work with that guy. He's a child. Look at this dude. Chris, can you put his camera on real quick? Just... He can't even. And they okay. each other's cynicism. <laughs> they <shit>. really, <laughs> they really do. It's,
3: it's getting uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> you
4: got to see that movie, man. It's, okay, it's
1: incredible. He's flexing because we have collectively given him <laughs> a lot of flack over the last couple of weeks because he has not played exceptionally well. We needed him to be stronger. We need him to be to step up in big time scenarios, and he did that yesterday. Eight. Targets eight receptions. Dalton Schultz with a touchdown. Dalton Schultz Schultz also gets a smelly sticker. (laughs) Have you recovered
4: yet? Not yet. My friend.
2: (laughs) I'm not expecting that from Robbie. (laughs)
4: Hey, man, that's my movie right there. Can we uh can we do an honorable mention real quick? Sure, why not? What about the law firm of Connor and Connor? <laughs> Connor Bros. The Connor Bros. Connor did. Bros stepped up. We need to get good... <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think Connor
1: it. Williams was the right move at left tackle. Do you guys uh, think the same left thing? Left guard? Yeah. Left guard, sorry.
4: Yeah, I mean we talked about it during the week, but I think the other side of it was they felt like they needed to get that two back offense going a little bit and mm-hmm. get the Mac package back in jumbo package. Hey, I, I guess
2: next to those guys that did a pretty doggone good job too. Sure did.
3: Yep. Sure did. We talked about the continuity at of the offensive line. We had a few changes,
4: mm-hmm. uh, but you know, Tyne Seki filled in quite well. Mm-hmm. Thought he could help in pass protection in some spots. That's why they did that. Hey guys, there you
3: go. We're ten and four.
4: How about that? How about it? Isn't that fun? It's a a lot better than last year.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Please never take us back. All right. That's it for us here on Talking Cowboys as we wrap things up here on a victory Monday, as always, presented by Tostitos. But when we come back on Tuesday, we'll take your calls. 9 a.m. Central Time. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. We will talk to Cowboys Nation. But for Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys.